When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Is it's always game day in Cincinnati with Lindsey Patterson and Mike Santagata. We are back on it's always game day in Cincinnati. Lindsey Patterson, Mike Santagata. Mike, what is up? Doing better. Hopefully, I sound better. Uh, I think I do. Yeah, I was sick all last week, longer than a week. Uh, but for podcast recording, like you could hear it all last week. And uh, I think there's a little still congestion in there, but I, I don't feel terrible when I'm recording right now. It's important. You know, you sound so much better. And I'm a little sad because football is officially over until the combine, the schedule release, the draft day, OTAs, all of the fun stuff this offseason. The NFL offseason is kind of short after you get out of February because then you get into all the free agency talk. But I'm, I'm a little bummed. I'm a little bummed no more football on the weekends. Yeah. Um, so like right now I've kind of got the, I can breathe feeling <laughs> because we just covered such a long season. So I even felt that during the Super Bowl. I was like, I hate the Bengals aren't in this, but you know, as somebody who creates content, I'm a little bit glad that I have a tiny bit of, I don't need to do this right now. Uh, so it gets right back into a grind because we've got the draft, you got the free agency and, then there's another break, but yeah, I don't know. I I'm gonna miss it pretty soon, especially when uh, we get past the draft and everything. But right now, I'm a, I'm a little bit of uh, sure. Well, the Super Bowl was last night. A lot of people moving on. Chiefs obviously won another Super Bowl with Patrick Mahomes, two Super Bowls in four years, and that's a pretty big deal uh, for the Kansas city chiefs. But when I watched that game and I'm not sure how you felt about it with Philadelphia, I was very surprised that the D line wasn't producing any sacks, but I know the field conditions weren't great for the super bowl, which is really surprising, even though they spent about 800 K to fix the field for this big game. But I'm not going to lie watching Philly out there, at least defensively. I thought, "Mm, Joe, Joe probably could have cooked with that secondary. Yeah. So the, I mean, the credit to the Kansas city offensive line, which was very good mm-hmm. in this game. Yes. Um, shout out Andrew Wiley, I think stepped up the most against Hassan Reddick, who I thought was like a dark horse, Super Bowl MVP pick. And Hey, so I'm not giving those type of bets on here. <laughs> he didn't do anything. Uh, the field conditions kind of stunk and that hurt for him. It was kind of similar feeling to, uh, the Bengals Bills snow game where it felt like those guys just couldn't really get off the ball the same way they normally can and go with that when they try to change direction so many slips and falls especially when a field looks fine I feel like you kind of get that confidence of like you're just going to keep doing what you normally do meanwhile in the, like the snow game you're probably going like okay I know my footing isn't going to be perfect on this blah 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 Shout out to the Chiefs offensive line. They stepped up. I don't know if the Bengals offensive line could have given the same performance. You probably would have had Jonah Williams and Alex Kappa out there. Uh, so that would help. But 
Hey, uh, Trey Smith, Creed Humphrey, the Joe Tooney, the interior mm-hmm. really held down Chris Jones. Uh, or Chris Jones, <laughs> same team, Fletcher Cox and uh, Javon Hargrave. So credit to them. They, they did a great yeah, job. I do did. think the Bengals probably would have been fine against that defense. I don't mm-hmm. know if they would have given the same exact level of performance. It was a very good game, Chiefs. But, yeah, that a lot, of, a lot of talk would have gone into it about how the Eagles were going to dominate the Bengals either because there was a lot of talk about how they were going to dominate the Chiefs' offensive line, going to dominate the Bengals' offensive line, and uh, who knows? Might not have happened. I don't know. You still have a right tackle issue, whether that yes. would have been Nadezhi, Carmen, whoever. But one issue on the line, much better than having three and, and honestly, one of the guys I was really impressed with was Jalen Hurts. I, I know yeah. that that fumble, scoop and score, is definitely the difference maker in the game now that you look at the end result of the final result and score and they get a kick out the pretty much walk-off field goal for the Kansas City Chiefs. But I was just – I thought, you know, it's a big moment for him. There was a lot of talk. If, if people were taking Kansas City, it was the experience because Patrick Mahomes, he's been there before, and, and maybe they'll be just fine. And then you have Andy Reid on the sideline, and they'll be able – to win this game, but I was just extremely impressed with him. It was unfortunate that he really never got a shot, a real shot at the end to maybe drive down the field and kick a field goal to tie the game, or maybe they get in the end zone. Uh, I was just, yeah, just, I, I didn't think that out of all the guys on the field last night, I'd walk away and say Jalen hurts was the best player, but you can make an argument that he, he had a solid night. Very good. Um, it'd be hard. I think to argue he was the best player just because of that Wild fumble, unforced. Both quarterbacks having one of those stupid unforced fumbles in the same playoff run is pretty crazy. Um, unfortunate that Hurts got ran back for a touchdown and Mahomes recovered his own. Uh, but yeah, I, I thought Hurts played really, really well. I really wanted to see an attempt at like a two minute drive. I still think the Chiefs win, like, I, I don't yeah. think that the refs decided the game for the chiefs or something. Like, I think the chiefs win either way, but it really did just kind of like deflate the entire feel of the game. Um, because I didn't think the holding call was necessary. <laughs> like regular season in the first, uh, in like three minutes in the first quarter or something, you call that. And I, I would just kind of go like, sure, whatever. I don't know. Play. I probably don't call that at all. And then for that to happen, to give the Chiefs a first down and essentially end the game, not decide the game, but end the game. That kind of stinks for Philly. I would be I would be upset if I was Philadelphia. Back to back Super Bowls uh, holding call might have been a decided actor, but he, he did grab. But it's just he was within a yard of the line of scrimmage, and I didn't see like an egregious tug type of thing. I thought the throw was off. To be honest, I don't think Juju's been up without it without a jam or anything to catch that ball um yeah i think that actually made it look worse as if he got held really bad like oh look how far off the throw was but yeah whatever i'm not gonna complain about really that much i think the chiefs deserve the win i think it was an awesome super other than that it was just last two minutes of the game we're just kind of like ah this this stinks you know uh but hurts played really really well i thought the eagles offensive line played well as well Mm -hmm. um Felt like felt like everybody on the Eagles offense played pretty well, even though they did get stopped. Maybe not the running backs, I guess. I don't know. Mm-hmm. 
which I guess that's going to be a discussion. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Goddard, AJ Brown, Devonta Smith. I can think of plays they all made. Hertz was awesome. The offensive line was great. So it's like, yeah, the Eagles offense, hey, they scored like 30 whatever points. They had a good game. Was it 34 37 at the end? 30, 38. 38 35. 30, oh my gosh, it's right there on the Nick. lower third. Why in the world did I not oh, stare yeah. at it? Um, right, right in front of us. Nick's like, come on, guys. Uh, but but you, you bring up a good point. Look, I think in the moment, a lot of people watching that game because there are a lot of eyes on the Super Bowl. They actually said all, out of all the uh, markets watching the United States, Cincinnati was number three on the list, which is just a heartbreaker for all the people that said, hey, I don't want to watch the Super Bowl, but hey, it's the big yeah. game. And and it did live up to a great game. The thing about it is, I think as Bengals fans watch it, as a lot of NFL fans in back-to-back years, and I agree with you. Honestly, before that holding call, I felt like it was an okay game by the officials, and you could say the same thing what happened in the Super Bowl for the Bengals last year. It was an okay game. Of course, I think they missed it on both sides early on. Uh, But in that moment to decide the game like that, I I just don't like it. Um, Yeah, maybe there's a little holding, and and you heard it after the game. He's like, yeah, I was holding it, but I don't think it was enough to call it to decide the biggest game of the year. And that's just unfortunate. But the thing about all that stuff is, you know, the NFL, whether, you know, they want to admit it or not, they do have an officiating problem, and and hopefully they can get that fixed soon, maybe in the offseason or just more. Uh, detail behind the scenes and, and that'll be to be determined but that that's unfortunate that Jalen didn't get more time to go down the field and who knows maybe you're right Kansas City still walks away they did put, put up a clinic credit to him in the second half um, Andy Reid it was just just master class um, the way he was uh, running that second half for this team and, and just credit to them all around um, you know it's unfortunate I, I want Cincinnati in the big game want them to finally hold a Lombardi but right now the Chiefs are the standard and uh the only team that really has competed with them over the past two years is the Cincinnati Bengals. And I'm sure we'll, we'll see that again next year in regular season and maybe in the playoffs. But I kind of want to look at what Kansas City has. And you look at the picture for the AFC and the Cincinnati Bengals. They had a really good draft last year. And really started to pay attention to that late in the season. You can look at the defensive side of the ball. They get rid of Tyreek Hill. They go into this draft right now with 11 picks. Um, and you know, if they have another draft class, they've learned to, Hey, we paid our quarterback because there are a lot of people who have that theory. You pay your quarterback. You're not going to be able to pay the people around them. They get rid of Tyreek Hill last season, get a few draft picks. They have a solid offensive line, a D line, and they're in really good position right now in the AFC. And I just think for Cincinnati, you still have that talent, but the big picture is if you want to be in the Super Bowl and you want to win a Super Bowl. That those trenches, offensive line, defensive line, you have to draft well. Um, maybe it's not all about the free agents as it is the developmental pieces that you're going to continue to build with the front office and in these drafts. Yeah, what they have like seven or eight um, rookie contract starters on defense. Mm-hmm. That's good. <laughs> um, Bengals on the other end of that, what they've got. Wilson and Pratt this year, and they'll have probably Akeem Davis Gaither next year. Um, Cam Taylor Britt. Is that it? <laughs> I mean, and then Dax Hill here and there. 
but yeah, Dax Hill for next year. I was kind of doing yeah. this year, but uh, yeah, for next year, you can insert Dax Hill. So it does gain one. <laughs> Maybe they draft one in the first round. That guy will be a starter. I don't know. But yeah, it's uh, for the Chiefs to have that many is is wild. Um, and I, I think the Bengals are on kind of the other end of like they have a lot of non rookie contract starters on defense just because they bought a lot of those guys knowing they needed a big overhaul. But yeah, that. You draft really well, you get to save money, and that's what happens when you got to pay the quarterback. And Mahomes is like a $60, 50000000 million cap hit this season. It's it's big. Yeah, it, it's huge for, for a lot of teams in the AFC. And I just think overall with going into this offseason, we've talked about it before. Um, I, I don't mind going and spending a little bit of money on the D-line. Uh, it's one of the things that we've noticed over the last two years, either they go really heavy in free agency on the defensive side of the ball and they draft their offensive guys or it's vice versa. And I think really they're still in a position when it comes to this draft to get the best player available. I know we're going to get into some of the playmakers offensive side of the ball. Running back has been a topic of conversation in our next segment, but I just think right now at this point, your off season goals maybe you go make a splash on one more player because the Joe Burrow contract doesn't really impact a whole lot until it could be two years. They have two more years in this window before Joe's contract really starts to hit when it comes to the cap space. And that's only going to grow, which is great news for Cincinnati. And it's going to do it all around the NFL too. Yeah. Um, well, what was, what did YouTube pay for the, for the Sunday ticket? Like $3 billion or something. Yeah, cats, yeah. Going up. cats going up. They're just doing that for Sunday ticket. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, this is the biggest the window will be. I think we've talked about that. It's a big reason why you don't trade T. Higgins and make the window smaller, even if it helps you in the future. I, I think you just try the next two years to really win the big one, and you'll still be able to compete. You'll still be a, a contender after that because of the quarterback and the talent, but that's when things get a little bit harder to navigate, which also means that this draft, last year's draft, next year's draft, pretty important, pretty important for the success of the future. And that doesn't mean like because you have to give those guys second contracts, but being able to save a little money here and there so that you can afford the expensive pieces, it's, it's big. Um, so yeah, this draft's big. We're getting, getting close, uh, closer and closer to it. It feels like, I don't remember when was the combine, like early March. I don't know. I don't care about the combine. I'm going to be one the of underwear those Olympics, I, You don't love it. I just don't care. Someone said that to me today. I was like, you know what? I think I'm good on NFL events until free agency really gets here. Um, that's fun. I love free agency. The first day of free agency is my favorite on social media because every fan base is mad. Their team didn't make a move right away when they could. And then it all happens in like 24 to 48 hours. But I, I this is probably one of my favorite times because I want NFL free agency to be like the NBA sometimes. NFL is king, but just how crazy it gets with all of the different signings and, you know, even during the trade deadline for the NBA, I'm all about it. So 
Um, no, I, I want, you know, since I didn't make one more splash, I think you can do it on one more player. And I think we can agree that you've got to fix your pass rush. That's still concerning. I want them to put pressure on the quarterback because I am jealous of a lot of AFC North teams being able to get to the quarterback. And they still terrify me that when Cincinnati has to face them two times a year, um, you want that on the other side of the ball. It's okay. It's fine. But one more splash guy, maybe in free agency, a two-year deal, depending on if the money's right. I think you can do it this offseason. I think a lot of people they they see the Joe Burrow extension that could that's more than likely going to happen in the next few months is like, oh no, you you can sign another big defensive guy. Um, you have to save your money. And and I I disagree. I think it's it's maybe one more year on a big splash that you can do in free agency on the defensive line. Yeah, um, that's why I'm a big proponent of signing a Javon Hargrave to like a it'll probably be like a three-year deal but it's really a two-year deal and he gets the third year if he plays extremely well type thing but yeah I don't know I I really like that idea there the counter argument seems to be they're already spending a lot of money on the defensive line my counter argument is I don't care like <laughs> I'd like another pass rusher like who cares they're saving so much money on linebacker it doesn't mean I got to spend on linebacker they're saving a lot of money at wide receiver I'm certainly not spending any money at wide receiver they they're not paying safeties much so they got cheap labor coming in Dax Hill until he has to get paid. Uh, so yeah, I, I my counter argument to the idea, I don't know. It probably makes sense. It is something to look at. They're not spending money in the secondary, so maybe they'll throw money in the secondary. My mindset is just I don't care. Like I, I want to put my money in the piece that I think is going to give the biggest value. And to me, that biggest value would be an interior pass rusher. So my second best pass rusher in the biggest game of the year isn't my nose tackle I mean you look at the teams that they've lost to in the last two years in the playoffs in the Super Bowl and there's one reason or there's a lot of reasons but uh you know you look at a Chris Jones you look at Aaron Donald like you 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 lost because of those guys too they're in big huge moments and I, I want that on my team and maybe Chris Jones isn't the best comparison uh because there are plenty of guys as I've already mentioned in the AFC North but we'll move on let's talk about prospects next on it's always game day in Cincinnati